Hello, this is Mary Lindo. I am so pleased that you are joining me for this week's teaching podcast. This podcast is prayerfully created each week with the intention of giving you a time of resting in the Lord and for allowing Him to speak into your life through three to five minute messages and prophetic impressions and insights. Each message is meant to assist you in cultivating your love for the Word of God, combined with the power of His Holy Spirit, confirming His words over your life. Gather your Bible and a cup of coffee or tea, and take a few minutes each week to sit back and allow the peace of God to wash over you as you enjoy soft background music that inspires a restful time of worship and tender moments with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And now, let's begin this week's podcast. Hello, today's podcast is titled, Life and Its Events, Behind the Scenes. In Psalm 69, 1-3, it says, Save me, O God, for the water is up to my neck. I am sinking in deep mud, and there is no solid ground. I am out in deep water, and the waves are about to drown me. I am worn out from calling for help, and my throat is aching. I have strained my eyes looking for your help. Psalm 69, 1-3 There are so many things right now going on in the hearts of God's people. Many believers have gone through pain and devastation because of betrayal and disappointment in those whom they have at one time walked with in the Lord. In Psalm 55, 12-14, it says it so clearly, For it is not an enemy who reproaches me, then I could bear it. Nor is it one that hates me, who has exalted himself against me. Then I could hide from him. But it was you, a man, my equal, my companion, and my acquaintance. We took sweet counsel together and walked to the house of God among the people. Levels of Separation and Deception Church leaders and members or friends often separate. Their unresolved issues and wounds infect others around them. With their tongue and pen and Facebook posts, their resentment and bitterness spread in uncontrollable proportions. Christians in other ministries and relationships receive the bad report and often they don't even know the people involved, but because they have leaned their ears to hear the suggested and well-placed evil reports, the conversation poisons them like toxic waste in their soul. If unchecked, this becomes a hideous, malignant cancer-like cell eventually damaging their mind and, above all, their spiritual discernment. The ways of the Lord are right. The righteous walk in them, but the rebellious stumble in them. Hosea 14.9 The age-old serpent, the ultimate enemy of our souls, has not lost the art of deception even after centuries. He, even now, can cause God's people, including the sincere ones, to miss the mark if they are willing to only hear one side of a story. I'm going to address the Great Occupy Something movement. The frenzied entitlement culture we are seeing hold their protests as a result of selfishness and feeding upon fear has begun to reach a newly fevered pitch. 
people are herding their way into public venues to protest whatever they may be angry at in the moment, and mostly remaining ignorant as to what or who is really driving and orchestrating the events. It reflects the hardness of heart and disrespect for the needs and lives of those around them. This type of behavior is a prime example of even how believers have become selectively hard of hearing when it comes to serving one another or encouraging one another or having patience with one another. One moment we are asking for forgiveness and prayer and nearly in the next breath slanderous retorts are spoken out in anger and those driving the malicious train mean to use others as their well-placed pawns of destruction. Ephesians 4.31 says, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, fighting and slander, along with every form of nastiness. You know, once bitter words are spoken or written, they cannot be retracted. Sadly, those who often shout the loudest about being maligned are often the perpetrators of assassinating the characters of those who have been in disagreement with them or who have possibly warned them about a need for a course correction. Proverbs 10.18 says, He who conceals his hatred has lying lips, and whoever spreads slander is a fool. Today, many things have degenerated into blurring insignificance and uncertainty. The beauty of what God's purpose and His people really is meant to passionately reflect is missing. Things that are now being said and done do not mean what they did originally in His Word. Twisting of truth to fit one's own idea of God's will has become acceptable and is often left unchallenged. So many spiritual and scriptural terms are put into motion, but they are not in the same dimension and point of view which are in the divine plan. The tragedy is that so many well-meaning believers have gone on with the outward appearance of searching for the will of the Lord, and yet they fail to see that the power of His radiant life is missing. The Apostle Paul warned us in his letter to Timothy about this. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, having the form of godliness true religion, but denying the power of it. My heart is broken to see things as they are happening all around us. So much is falling short of its original blueprint. There is so much labor and rallying being pumped out there into the minds and hearts of people. And it is being poured into the self-promotion machine more than any time in the history of God's people. Yet, the toil is ending in heartbreaking disappointment. Saints, only those devoted to humility and honor can be saved from this deadly poison that lulls those longing to be entertained and pampered into apathy and spiritual powerlessness. God's faithful people in this hour should seek Him and that which is upon His heart. What the Lord is doing in this era is so different and we should be sensitive to Him. He is looking for His people of the secret place in which the power of resurrection may freely function. The Apostle Paul said, according to the power that works in us, Ephesians 3.20b, these people will have to be men and women who have seen. They shall be like a voice in the wilderness. It is becoming increasingly clear that God must do a fresh thing with his followers, 
and that actual thing is that he is drawing them to seek the Lord himself and his recognizable presence, away from the throng, nearer to the word, and certainly bowed in repentance and prayer. The psalmist said, When you said, O God, seek my face, my heart said unto you, Your face, Lord, will I seek. So, will you set your heart to seek him? Oh, that God may find his Davids in this crucial hour that will set their faces towards him at the command of his voice. Without it, the human race will continue its fall and decline into further confusion, tragedy, and self-preservation. Proverbs 20 verse 2 says, Man's goings are of the Lord. How can a man then understand his own way? It is easy to say, give your cares to the Lord and trust Him, when everything in life seems to be going well. It's easy to say, I trust you, Lord, with everything I own, when bills are paid on time and when you just got a promotion at work. However, if God stripped you of everything you own, if God told you to leave the very job that's paying your bills, will you trust the Lord enough to do it? Will you trust God even when you don't understand? even when life hurts? If God told you to leave the familiar and enter the unfamiliar, will you trust Him? For many of you, God has done just that. He has taken you from what's oh so familiar and redirected your paths into the unfamiliar. You don't understand what's happening in your life, what to do or where to go. The only thing you know is that the Lord gave you a word, instruction, a promise, a vision, and the only thing you have to hold on to is that word. I understand the feeling. You're not alone. There is encouragement for you today. Many things happen in our lives that we will never be able to explain or understand because God is orchestrating the events of our lives behind the scenes. If you need a reference for that, read Job 1 through 2. Moreover, we cannot detect God physically through our senses and we cannot comprehend His plans. John 4, 23-24 says, But the hour comes, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeks such to worship Him. God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Therefore, since we cannot rely, folks, on our own perception or our reasoning, we must turn to something else that is more reliable if we are going to be able to remain calm in the midst of turmoil. To find rest during the storms of life, we must rely on God's knowledge instead of our own. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts than your thoughts. That's Isaiah 55, verses 8 through 9. Let us run right now to the throne of grace and mercy. Now, while our hearts are freshly tenderized and troubled over the recent events in the earth. Now here is something to remember. Man is fallible. We fall short, and at times, we are unable to keep our promises. Man can give you instructions that are misleading and imperfect. With God, none of these things are possible. God keeps His promises. And God gives you right instructions according to His perfect will, and He won't mislead you. No matter how much you don't understand life as it is right now, 
No matter how uncomfortable it may seem or how hard it gets, don't give up. If God is with you, the same God who spoke life into you, the same God who is and knows the beginning and the end, the same God who knew you before the foundations of this world is with you, then ask yourself, who or what can stand against you? Consider the source and seek to be obedient to the Lord, even when you don't understand what God is doing in your life. Don't worry about this or that, because God has provisions for you. There is the safe voice of the Father calling us. Let us respond with ears to hear and hearts that obey. Hebrews 4.16 in closing says, Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. I'd like to pray with you right now. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the mighty name, the sacrificial, broken, giving name of Jesus. We ask you, Lord, for your help to calm the fear, the anxiety, the craziness in our minds being being pummeled, Lord, from the enemy in order to get us to, to really despair and give up. And Lord, I know you understand these things. You yourself have experienced anguish beyond words, beyond anything most of us have ever experienced. Lord, we just ask that you would help us to be courageous, to be bold of heart. And Lord, that this would be done through your spirit because Lord, we know that if we take it up in the flesh, Lord, not only will it harm others, but Lord, more than likely, it will become either abusive or harsh. Lord, let the words of our mouth and the things that we think about in our heart be pleasing in your sight. Lord, let us look for the one who is downcast, looks like they can't even move for the day, and be the one that becomes a radiant life, reflecting love and mercy and hope, and at times, Lord, perhaps the strong word, graced with love, in order to help them find their way again. Lord, I bless whoever is listening under the sound of my voice, that they will hear the voice of your spirit say, come, 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 come closer to my fire. Come to the place where you and I are one. Come to the throne where I have mercy and grace and wisdom to pour out upon you. Let them hear, Lord God, the sound of your call and the voice of the stranger help them to desist and remove in their lives. Father, I pray for supernatural grace for this season and era, Lord God, where everything is shaking and shaking again. And I ask, Lord God, that you will raise up from those listening today, those who are willing to live pure, righteous, mature, and well informed by the spirit lives. Now I bless them, Lord, in Jesus' name. I bless them and speak the grace and mercy and strength of your power over them. Amen. Bless you for listening today. And please, with all of your heart, serve the Lord. Goodbye.